Hello, hello, hello. My name is Maze, and welcome to the Noise Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Noise Podcast. And I'm really excited that we're finally getting this underway. As you heard in the intro, my name is Maze, And as some of you will know, I'm a singer-songwriter and I'm also the founder of Noise Ministries. Noise Ministries is a Christian organization that seeks to share the love of God through music and in different creative ways. I believe that God's message of acceptance and forgiveness through Jesus is for everyone. So whether you are a Christian or not, maybe you're curious about the Christian faith, you're very welcome to get involved with all that Noise Ministries is doing and will do in the future, including this podcast now, which is exciting. Now, since launching Noise Ministries two years ago, I've been traveling to different churches and events where I've been seeking to share the love of God through music, mainly through songs that I've written. But last year, I had this idea of starting a podcast, something that could be online, that people could listen to and keep in touch throughout the year, not just when I'm able to put on a concert somewhere. This podcast will aim to discuss faith alongside many other topics. We'll be getting different guests on the podcast and hearing from them. It'll be somewhere I hope that you can feel uplifted or encouraged, somewhere where you can hear about faith in a relaxed setting. And I hope that people will get in touch and we can get some interaction going as well. Maybe you have heard of Noise Ministries before. Maybe you've just stumbled across this podcast, but whoever you are, you're very welcome here. Now, these first two episodes of the podcast will be a sort of introduction. In this first episode, I'll share with you a little bit about myself and more especially the story of how I became a Christian. I'll also be introducing my co-host for the Noise podcast, so look forward to that. Then in episode two, we'll be telling the story of how Noise Ministries got started and how we got here. So if you're interested in that, please feel free to listen to these first two episodes. But then episode three will be a bit more of a a normal episode, if you like. So make sure you also listen to that. Now, just to say, I'm actually recording this intro after we've recorded the first three episodes. So I'm speaking to you from the future. And I'm really happy with how the first three episodes have come out. Uh, Listening back to the first few episodes, I just realized there's a a slight sort of crackle sometimes in the sound quality. Now, it's nothing too bad. Just don't say I didn't warn you. Um, But if you just imagine myself and my guest with a microphone each in front of us and then another microphone pointing into a bowl of Rice Krispies, then it'll be fine and it'll seem completely normal. Anyway... I'll drop you back in now where I will introduce to you my co-host for the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Please stick around for future episodes and I hope you enjoy. So I'm not going to be doing this on my own. I have looked high and low for the best co-host I could find and I thought this man sitting next to me here would be the perfect man. He, I thought I wanted someone who was quite witty uh, and that the, we could bounce off one another and have a laugh together. And I could think of no one better than Mr. Matthew Jones. Uh, and I've known Matthew for a, a number of years. Um, we've gone to the same church basically throughout our lives. And it's a pleasure to have you, Matthew. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good. I'm yeah. very good. So how are you feeling about actually starting this podcast now? Uh, well, it's been two months that I've known about it, so yeah. it's, it's been kind of something on the horizon that we've like, oh, 
got, we're going to need to do that soon. Yeah. <laughs> now we are. That's basically my life. Like yeah. one thing I'll tell you about myself straight away is that I am a massive procrastinator. Right. Um, so everything is put off. But with this, I've actually been trying my very best to sort of get up and running as quick as possible. But like you said, you've known for about two about months. Two months, yeah. It's probably another six months before that that I first had yeah. the idea. So I've been sort of uh, buying different things and setting up the studio before then. And I thought, oh, I'd be awesome to have someone with me that we can sort of bounce off one another and help one another. Because um, it's, it's one of these things that a lot of podcasts just, it's just the sort of the host and the guest and it's just a conversation. Yeah. But I, I like it when you can get more people involved because uh, the more people you get in a conversation the more interesting conversation you'll have yeah. so but today it's, it's just, just it's two. just us two so that just i completely just uh got that wrong didn't i yeah. um but we just want to introduce ourselves just want to introduce me and introduce matt and like i said talk a bit about our faith journey and, and how we came to where we are um so what did you think do you remember when i when i first asked you and sort of first mentioned the podcast how were you feeling at that point were you were like excited or i think you told me you were a bit scared yeah there was I, I'm not good in front of a microphone ever, so. Does it make it better for you that people can't see you? Yeah, probably. So that's yeah. You know, you're on the way. So next, you can do TV and no. video. No, no. Okay, we'll stick to audio <laughs> for now. Um, and one thing I was thinking actually was, um, before we sat down to do this, I often will listen to a, a new radio show or a podcast, and then later on I'll see a, a picture of the host or the people and. They yeah, look because they look nothing, they like, look their nothing yeah. like the voice. So I'm just wondering if people have never seen me before, um, and a lot of people won't have seen you before, no, even um, less. Because if we put a picture of you up at some point later down the line, I wonder if people will be like, "There's I, no way he looks like that." Because that's always my I'd, reaction. I don't think I'd want to know if they think that. No, I, that's going to happen <laughs> at some point. That is going to happen at some point because that's what always interests me. And it's almost like I don't think I've ever seen a picture of someone that I've heard on a podcast or a radio show that I've gone. That's exactly like voice. that's exactly yeah. what I pictured in my mind, but that will be really interesting to find out. So you know, later on, not um, great. Yeah, well, who knows? <laughs> and maybe you've never seen me before. We'll put pictures up, and then let me know if uh, you think we look like we sound. That's an interesting question to start with. Um, but I'm really glad we're finally sitting down to record. We've had a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. I think we've planned about three or four times to get together and record. Yeah. And, and initially it was going to be with a guest straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to finally do that tomorrow, tomorrow hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then we were going to have Laura, uh, who's the youth pastor at our church, but she's on annual leave at the minute. Yeah. So it just got to the point where I thought, do you know what, Matt? We're just going to sit down, just get one done. Because if, if we don't start now, we'll never start. Especially yeah. knowing me and my procrastination but we're finally here and uh, this first episode is really just to introduce the podcast to talk a little bit about what we've got to look forward to during this podcast but um, really just to give everyone a background um, into my journey of faith and how I became a Christian and about Matt as well even though like we've got two very different stories Mm -hmm. but you know what are the similarities what are the differences um, and just to show people, even if you're not a person of faith, that every Christian has a story to tell yeah. um, and has a reason why they believe what they believe. So straight off the bat, you get two stories um, that you can listen to and, and have a think about and see what you think. Um, so 
we may as well start now. Yeah. If you're ready. Yeah. Um, so let me just talk a little bit. I'll just take you all the way back. Um, because like I said, tomorrow we'll talk about um, the Noise Ministries vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, but the I thought, part. well, it's no point really talking about that story before going all the way back and seeing what sort of led yes. to the start of that process. Um, so let me take you all the way back to when I was a baban. And um, I have been in church all my life. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I'd say. And similar to you, maybe not quite. you know how old you were when you first went to church? Was it from a, you were a baby? Yeah, before. Okay. Yeah. So you were slightly older. You weren't like in the crib being no. brought into church. <laughs> no, just I was going to say in the street. manger yeah. then. I thought we getting a bit too nativity already. Yeah, oh, a bit too me. controversial. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was, I was taken to church uh, from when I was a child. Both my parents are Christians and you'll know Matt you've been in church long enough yep. oftentimes when people share their testimony as we call it which is basically just their story it's the story yeah, yeah. Um, we just got fancy words yeah. um, they'll often start with I was raised in a Christian home <laughs> yeah. and okay like it's a bit sort just of cliche by yeah. now it, yeah until you say otherwise I'll assume yeah. and, you... and, and what I find is sort of when you hear I was raised in a Christian home you sort of get into your comfort zone and you're like okay yeah, great. Let's let's hear the story. But then when someone comes and they say, "I wasn't raised in a Christian home," you're like, "Okay, Ooh. I'm listening. Yeah. What happened? Like, this is going to be good." And this usually is a, a good story. But anyway, hopefully these are this will be a good story anyway. But I was raised by Christians. Both my mother and my father are both Christians, and they took me to church from as, as long as I can remember from from when I was born. And you know what? You're in primary school. Yeah, most of the time you just you just go along with yeah. what your parents tell you to do don't you yeah hopefully you, you did Matthew, maybe your mother would have a different thing to say but i would think for the most part most of us just go along yeah um and uh it's that thing of well this is what we do on a sunday yeah. we get up we go to church and i'm sure after a couple of years especially you and your sister because i know you came with your sister didn't you yes. it was just sort of the, the thing you did it, it just felt like any other part of the week yeah, yeah. just it's part of our routine isn't yeah. it um, but that's all it was for me for a number of years was just part of the routine um and i would go with my parents with my brother and my sister we'd all go down to church and, and that was it and through primary you, you don't think about it twice because not many kids have got big ideas about faith or about church or about religion. No. So kids don't care. They're just like, okay, you go to church. That's great. So that changes, I think, often when people go to secondary. And I think yeah, it did for so. me as well. Because um, then people find out you go to church and they're like, oh, why are you, why are you going to church for? Like, that's stupid. Mm. Um, and all this stuff. And it, it did make me feel a bit like, oh, I don't know if I want to tell people that I go to church in case they make fun of me or whatever and I think a lot of young people feel that way because you know anything different anything out of the ordinary kids will wrong. be the first to like yeah. jump on it and yeah. and make fun of you for it so I think I was in that place where I didn't really want people to know that I was going to church so I was almost like I would go to church on the weekends and then I just wouldn't talk about it in the rest of the week in front of my friends and in school so it was almost like I was sort of trying to balance these two sort of lives yeah so to my church friends I would be one thing and then to my school friends, I'd be another, right. you know, one of those things, one of those sort of balancing acts mm. almost. So, but the thing is, we grew up in church together. And yeah. I remember through my teenage years, especially, there was a good, a good group of us yeah. um, that would go to church. Probably like... Maybe like a dozen, you know. Yeah, maybe even more. Yeah. Which is, I don't know if that's uncommon. I, I certainly think it is in a lot of churches in South Wales. 
but that was great could because be more uncommon now yeah yeah uh, but that was brilliant because that helped with wanting to go to church because yeah. i know i'd see my church friends and we did a lot of stuff outside church go for meals yeah. and um and whatever else so that was that was a really good years in in the friendship side of things but again that was all it was for me mm-hmm. in my teenage years i would go to church um i would go to these youth groups mostly just to have a laugh and flirt with girls i'll be honest um and that's all it was for me and that's all i wanted to do i wasn't really there to learn i wasn't too interested in faith although what i would say is that i did always believe there was a god yeah and when i look around and i think about this planet i think they they must be there must be someone there there must be something out there so i always had this almost like consciousness of god and that i always believed but i never made a decision when i was a teenager i never thought right i'm going to become a christian i'm going to follow jesus which is different for you yeah because i remember you getting baptized when you were i don't know 13 yeah, 14 yeah. around then yeah. um so what made that decision for you do you remember do you remember was it a point where you thought like okay i believe I'm getting got baptized hmm. like that's just as simple as that what was it for you yeah it wasn't there wasn't much contention in my in my thinking about it to be honest there wasn't it was this life or another life it wasn't like I had to choose between two it, it felt like the right thing for me at that time yeah it just it, it, it the decision fell easier to me than it does for a lot of people yeah so it was a case of well I've gone to church all these years yeah I believe what I'm being told. Yeah. I, I believe that God is who he says he is. I believe Jesus is who he says he is. I believe Jesus can forgive me. So I'm just going to yeah, show that, people yeah. that this is who I am and what I believe. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, simple. It's pretty Yeah, and pretty that's close. great. Um, and I, I, that'd be awesome. I wish I could say the same thing, but mine's a very different story and we're about to go in a, yeah. a different direction with mine. But, um, so that's, and I remember that time because you got baptised Um. And and for those of you who don't know, baptism is basically, um, I'm sure you would have seen it when um, someone gets basically dunked yeah. in water. Um, lowered, maybe. A, l- a lowered. <laughs> well, dunked. I like dunked. It is. Um, put it underwater and then you come back up. And basically to show people and to tell people, I believe uh, in Jesus, I believe in God. And I'm dying to my, the symbolism of baptism is you go under the water to symbolize dying to your old life. And then you come out right. to symbolize like rising to a new life. Um, you know, just like Jesus resurrected from the dead, we rise to our new life. So that's essentially what baptism is, if if you don't know. Um, and a lot of people in our sort of friendship group got baptized around that same time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, within a couple of years. A couple think, of yeah. years. or a co- Was your sister baptized around the same time as you? Was, was she that? was also 13, so she's two years old. Okay, okay. So it was that sort of block of years really two or three years and a lot of us go baptized but i didn't i i thought i don't want to make this decision because i realized even then that this was life-changing yeah that this was going to change my life if i made this decision um which is true Mm -hmm. but i thought that's not for me yet i want to go and sort of do what everyone else wants to do i want to live my life i don't want anyone telling me what to do or how to live my life so i'm just gonna carry on and i can always sort of become a christian later on that was essentially my thinking so i went off to uni then i was 18 gone through school and there i was and i was i went to uni in bangor 
in mm. North Wales. Have you ever been? I've never been, no. It's it's a city. I think it's one of the smaller cities in the UK. Right. Um, it's, it's just Ponty, but a bit bigger. That's, <laughs> that's what I think. Um, so I'm four hours away from home. I'm miles away from home. Um, I can do what I want. I'm living away from home for the first time in my life. And I've got this freedom. And I can go to the pub anytime I want with my friends. And it's brilliant. And I'm I, that initial sort of few months, maybe that first year was just great. I loved it. We were going out like two, three times a week and it was really, really fun. And I really enjoyed it. And I'm I'm not here to say it's not fun because it is um, for a little bit. Yeah. But what I found was sort of the more I did that throughout my time in uni, it was almost like the more empty I felt. Because while it was fun at the start, it was like the more I did it, it didn't get any better. Hmm. You sort of peak and then the more you do it, like it just doesn't live up to what you expect. Excuse me. Um, so that wasn't me getting emotional. I was just going to burp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, throughout like the first year, brilliant. Second year, really enjoyed it. Third year, it was almost like, well, why am I still doing this? This is three years of my life and I'm still doing exactly the same thing, going out, partying, drinking, chasing girls. And that was it. That was my life. Um, I did a tiny bit of uni work on the side. <laughs> It didn't really do much. I think I had about, in my third year, I had about six or seven hours lectures a week. And the rest of it, well, we had to do some coursework and composition, but a lot of it was, I just wasted. You get like two lectures a week. Yeah, and so you basically just can go out whenever you want because you don't have to get up for a lecture most days and that was fine. So we'd go out and I was just so empty. I was just like, this does not satisfy me or fulfill me in any way. Hmm. And I realized that I was doing all this stuff mainly to please other people rather than it was because this is what I wanted to do. And I thought, why am I living my life for other people when it's making me unhappy? And that really, I got to that point where you sort of, you know, that point in your life where you just, a lot of people say you look yourself in the mirror and you think, who are you? Yeah, you don't, you've lost your identity almost. And that's how I felt. And so I thought, right, I'm stuck in this now. But when I go home after uni, I'm feeling so low feeling so sort of depressed uh, after living this life for so long. I've made so many mistakes. I'm going to actually seek God mm-hmm. for the first time in my life. Like I thought, right, if God's who he says he is, if my parents took me to this church and they believe all this stuff, why don't I at least give it a shot? Like I've got nothing to lose. It was basically at that point I had nothing to lose. Yeah. So I thought, right, I'm going to go home. I'm going to try and sort of pray and read the Bible and see who God is. So I did it for the first time in my life. Honestly, I'd prayed before, but I I really started praying. Like I really talked to God as if he was listening. Yeah. I actually expected an answer. I remember the first time that I really prayed and I was asking God to reveal himself. And I was like, right, God, you need to reveal yourself to me. And if you do, I'll follow you. And I was sort of like, open my eyes and I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know if like, I was half expecting like Jesus to be in the room. Yeah, like, all right, here I am. But moment five yeah, seconds after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's how a lot of us are with our spiritual lives. We, we might try it for a bit and if nothing happens instantly, we're like, ah, oh, well, it doesn't work. Yeah. But what, for me, it, it took months of this. Um, and often I, I remember like my parents would go to bed because I was still living at home then. And I would in the living room, like just pray until about two o'clock in the morning, just asking God to reveal himself, just saying, if you do reveal yourself, then I will follow you. Mm. But I need to know that it's real. I need to know that if I'm going to give my life to something, that is something that's real, 
You know, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. And I, when people say that, I'm like, yeah, that's fair enough. But are you truly seeking it? Or are you just saying that as a sort of cop out? And because I think that's a temptation as well. But I really, really wanted God to reveal himself. And like I say, this took months and I was reading the Bible and it got to the point where I thought, do you know what? I've read enough. I really, really believe this is true. And I I know enough that I'm ready to give my life to this. And so I went to church one night thinking that I would talk to the pastor. I would say, I believe all this. I want to get baptized. I want to become a Christian. And before I could do that in the service, God spoke to me and he was just, I'll never forget it. I remember one woman after we had a time of worship, like singing, stood up and started speaking, but she was speaking in, a, in another language. Yeah. And I thought, this is odd. This is strange. Um, but then obviously since that, I've done some research and, and looked at what the Bible has to say. And if you want to read about this, uh, you can find it in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. It talks about this thing called tongues and people speaking in different languages. So she got up, started speaking in a different language. I thought, this is odd. But then she finished speaking and another woman started speaking and she was speaking English. I thought, okay, finally we could understand what's going on. Um, but what I realized was she was interpreting the message that this other woman had just spoken in a different yeah. language and God was speaking to us. But after a while, I realized he wasn't speaking to us. It was a message to me specifically because mm-hmm. um, i have been praying about all this stuff. God revealed himself um, and God was basically just answering all the questions that I'd been asking him throughout this month and basically just saying that he was there, that he wouldn't leave me, uh, that he wouldn't forsake me and that I was his child. And I just remember just wanting to cry at that moment and just this feeling of forgiveness mm-hmm. of all this sort of bad stuff that I'd done throughout my life, especially in uni, just lifting off me because that sort of weight of all that guilt was just heavy on me before then and all this shame, and then instantly it was sort of lifted off me, and I realized I was forgiven, that God had forgiven me, and just that feeling of, I'm going to heaven, like, this Mm. is it, like, this is now, this is new, I'm a new man, and that was awesome, and that was such an amazing feeling, and I just remember, I have no idea what the pastor preached on, um, (laughs) because I was just trying not to cry, Um, but then after the service, I I just uh, turned to my parents, and I just said, that message earlier was for me, and they were like, okay, like, like what do you, <laughs> you say? You know, what do you yeah. say? So, and then I went to the pastor and, and told him I just broke down and I just cried my eyes out as this sort of like just cleansing process took place. And it was just so amazing. Um, and that was it. That I've never looked back since. Yeah. Um, and I think when we truly do make that decision, you can't go, there is no going back um, because this is, who you are my identity is a christian my identity is in jesus now um and that's an amazing place to be and i i have not regretted it for one second um and and sort of that's what led me to be christian and then we'll go to the later part of the story in a next episode when we talk about right from that point how did i then go from there to starting a ministry and doing all this in only a few years because at that point I was working uh, in a primary school yeah. just as a teaching assistant my yeah. mother worked there and she basically got me a job shout out ma'am thank you very <laughs> much and I, I really really loved it and I just remember that first year after I became a Christian was I would say is the best year of my life 
yeah. I think it was 2014. And I look back at that, it's such an amazing year. I uh, just had this new faith and I was just so excited about it. I just wanted to share it. So I would do different mission trips, go to travel to different places with different people. Uh, started writing these songs, uh, started leading worship. And, uh, you know, even just getting uh, reading the Bible myself was suddenly exciting because I believed that it was true and it was speaking to me and it was amazing. But just to go back a little bit, obviously I've talked about I wasn't a Christian before I went to uni. Yeah. For you, you were. Mm-hmm. So it just interests me, did that affect the way you lived in uni? Because it's almost like we have this expectation, this is what you're supposed to do if you go to uni and yeah. this is how you're meant to live as a student. But mm-hmm. did did you find that there were expectations placed on you or there was things that you wouldn't do or join in or, or you know, did it not affect the no, way that you... I, I don't think it affected too much because, again, I, I think the people that I was with were quite accepting of the fact. But um, I think the fact that I'd been living as a Christian all my life, I didn't know how to live nor as a Christian. So yeah. I think naturally I just carried on. Like it, it wasn't... It was never like a decision, should I do this or that? It was just, I kept doing what I was doing already. Yeah, and that's, that's fair enough and that's good. I think it's really amazing that you found good friends and that's so important. Yeah. And for me, that's the same in that most of my friends aren't Christians. No. Uh, they've never really gone to church. But then again, they completely support me in yeah, in yeah. my life and in my work and what I do. And they're super supportive. And I'm really grateful for that. And I've had conversations with them and they've just said, you know, I, that's fine. Like that's great. I I sort of believe your story, and and that's really yeah. good for you. Um, but and I appreciate that. <laughs> but then I'm also like, well, it's not just good for me. It's good for you. Yeah. So you know, and and I think the idea, especially in this podcast and the ministry, is to make the Christian faith accessible, to make people realize that there's nothing special about us. No, no. We've just accepted god's gift basically and it's, it's this word called grace which i'm sure we'll talk about and uh, further down the line uh, which is a, a word i love basically means that we don't deserve it um and you know i've made loads of mistakes mm-hmm. you've made loads of mistakes mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we're not christians it just means that we mess up yeah which is why we perfect. need god yeah um but i wanted the podcast to be like totally informal totally like chilled out so even if you don't have a faith um even if you think we're insane for believing what we do like you can still join us and enjoy it because this is a, a just to introduce just my what i believe and why and same with matt but further down the line we'll be doing stuff like just chatting about different things maybe what's going on in the news or just different subjects not with any spirituality behind them just no, for just, a laugh and, <laughs> I, and i've always said i think um that our conversations should have been broadcast for years um but we've not had yeah, the opportunity to know absolutely hidden gems maybe yeah. we can bring some of them up at some point um but you know we we just love to have fun um and being a christian doesn't mean you have to be boring and serious although many christians are mm-hmm. um yeah. it means you can have fun and enjoy it so even you know whoever you are it, this should be a laugh it should be enjoyable it's going to be totally relaxed and informal um and you know feel free to ask questions um if you want to ask any questions about uh, what i've talked about today or anything um be, i'd love to hear people like i said at the start it'd be great if people got in touch and we could interact with one another through this podcast i think the best way is probably um if you uh, 
ask us questions or send us on Twitter. So I've got a Twitter handle, Maze Music 17, M-E-I-Z Music 17. And I, I don't really use it at all. Right. Because um, I've got a sort of personal one and then I use this one for like music and ministry, but I've never Twitter. really used it. Yeah. So this might be a good excuse and a good reason to start using it. So if you've got any questions, send it there. Um, and yeah, it'll be somewhere where you can just chill out, listen. Sorry, I'm, I don't know, I'm windy. Um, just uh, listen along with us and uh, you're very welcome. And I, I can't wait. So like I said, tomorrow we're going to have um, the Reverend Doug Atherton. I yeah. always feel odd like uh, talking about him in his full title. Because I'm just like, well, it's just yeah. Doug, you know, yeah, it's, it's Doug. just Doug. Yeah. It's just Doug. So Doug uh, used to be the pastor uh, at the church that me and Matt attend. And Doug uh, was a big part of how the ministry got started, how Noise Ministries came about. And we'll talk about all of that and the story, uh, how that started in the next episode. So please join us for that. And in further episodes, like I say, it'll be informal. We'll get different guests on, um, either people who are Christians. We can talk a bit about their journey or musicians, because obviously this is a, a music ministry. Um and what I'd like to do maybe is talk a bit about the songs that I've written for Noise Ministries. We can listen to those because yeah. I own the copyright. Yeah. I don't want to get into playing people's songs that I don't own the copyright because I get in trouble then. We don't want the podcast to be taken down. No, we don't. And I starts. think I'm okay if I play my own songs. Um, yeah, yeah. So we can listen to those and maybe talk a little bit more in depth about why I wrote them. What is the message that I'm trying to get across in the different songs? Um, because the songs is basically what makes the ministry mm -hmm. um, and why I started it to share these songs with other people. But also we'll just play games um, and we'll have different sections that maybe you could help us with. What would you like to hear on the podcast? I've got some ideas, but I'm going to keep those. So you'll have to listen to further episodes to, to see the different things that we've got uh, lined up. Uh, but for now, thank you very much for listening to the first episode of the noise podcast we finally did it we did yeah. now i've just got to make sure that i can take this recording and actually get it online because that's yeah. a, a whole other step um but once we've done that i think we're away that's, because that's once you've done that I'm oh, not, yeah I'm you're not in on that thanks thanks <laughs> matt thanks for your help um that's you're just gonna you. run away now that's yeah all you. so if i can do that then we're away and then we'll start uploading these i think on like a, a monthly basis i'd like to start uploading them at least to start with anyway and then we'll see how we go because yeah. if a lot of people think oh, i'd love it to be twice a month mm -hmm. then we can talk about that but one step at a time now yeah. which is Once a song a uh on the my first ep if you didn't know um which you can listen to on spotify Cheap which part. we might talk about uh at another point yeah. i think it'd be good to talk about these songs maybe we'll even discuss why i wrote fridge freezer yeah for those who the don't classic. know yeah that's probably a lot of people would probably like to know that um possibly your most famous song probably yeah. which is odd because i write all these songs about jesus and, and, the, and the, the gospel and the fridge free oh, yeah. and even when i go to like churches it's not even just like young people it's like the older people are like oh can you sing that song about the fridge and i'm like <laughs> don't you want to listen they're like no no that's my favorite one oh it's hilarious so um yeah maybe we'll talk not just about like the christian songs but yeah. all sorts of different things and we'll we'll discuss so much in this podcast so i hope you do join us in further episodes but thank you very much for listening yeah. to the noise podcast goodbye for now mm -hmm.